You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to yet another Tad Pog podcast. I like you're back doing, doing the voice again. Yeah, it's like tis it. a show where two old guys play old games. A, we're, we finished that last list, and now we're just kind of... We're doing a bunch of games. Hobnobbing around. Just whatever we want to do, whatever sounds good. No one's complaining yet. Not too much. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've, we've got some things uh, on the burner. Haven't mm-hmm. decided mm-hmm. how we're going to go about it. It's in the works. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now... Just two old guys playing old games. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to be talking about the NES, not the NES Classic, but a classic NES game, Yeah, Kung Fu. Surely not everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Surely. All right, I've been holding on to that t-shirt <laughs> joke for like a week, and man, I feel a lot better now that I said it. Did everyone enjoy that? I hope you I think did. So. I think so. Now you don't have to buy the t-shirt that you've all <laughs> seen on ads on Facebook and, uh, you know, when you browse Amazon for weird shit in the middle of the night, and then you wake up the next morning, go to work, and you're like, oh man, I'm just going to see, oh, I got to pop on and buy some uh, erasers, and then you get on Amazon, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, well, it's like, and it's also like when oh, um, when I go on two sites at work, I do not want anybody in the room with me because I don't want them to be like, <laughs> why are there all these ads for Russian brides? <laughs> it's because I watch a lot of pornography and never log out of my account at home. <laughs> Incognito window? What the fuck is that? No. <laughs> This is pussy shit. That's exactly right. I raw dog browse on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I do not recommend. Well, before we talk about Kung Fu, I'm yes. your bearded host, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. We got a few things. We got a package here. Oh, yeah. Look at that. A package from Sandwich Pope, Phil Hawkins. Is this? Yeah, okay. Very excited. I have no idea what's in here. Uh, before well, before we get to that, oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a few things. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. One, it was it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Thank July you. the tooth. Thank you, July the tooth. Um, Melissa and I went to Nashville for the weekend, had a great time, and she did something incredibly sweet and romantic for me for my birthday. She bought you that bench you guys fucked on, didn't she? Fuck yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> you've got like a you've got a cloth of well, oh that explains what you've got hidden under that draped cloth here in the recording this studio. This house would look like a hoarder's house if I owned everything we fucked on. <laughs> Actually, like that sounds like a really good idea. Like for like someone who likes to collect stuff, like that seems like <laughs> that seems like perfect. Someone who likes to collect stuff and also likes to fuck a lot, <laughs> like this is perfect. You're marrying two hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really want that, but I haven't fucked on it yet. Yeah. <laughs> she went uh the same studio that I went to, and she went and got a tattoo for me. What? She did. Well, I wish I'd have known this before right yeah. now. I would have asked to have seen it. <laughs> I'll, I'll show it to you. You've got photos? I do. I'm not going to post them online. You're but not? I've got, but I've got, I'll have got. I'll show you. What is it? Like, a, did she put like stars over her nipples or something? Yeah, I'm right. I was like, radio suicide. That's what you're doing? All right. <laughs> nice. Go for it. <laughs> 
No, she, because of course, like our big thing all throughout middle school, high school, we loved passing notes. And back then, my signature was in cursive, which I have not done a cursive signature in a very please, long time. God, please tell me she got a, sa- a saber to a saber toe. <laughs> saberto. Saberto. God damn it. <laughs> a saber toe. Dry tub saberto. I can't say it. Saberto. Thank you. <laughs> Every time I say saberto, I think of that beef jerky brand. What is it? Like, Alberto or something? Alberto. Is it Alberto? Because every time I see that, I think of the Canadian Providence. So like, (laughs) Providence? Province? Alberta. Alberta. Is it province or province? Province. It's province. Province. Providence is like... Providence is the capital of Rhode Island. Hey! Right, man. You got to get... I think it it is. I'm pretty sure it is. It sounds right. Sure. You got to play HQ, man. They ask about (laughs) capitals all the fucking time. Are you good with world capitals capitals too? Nope. Got to brush up on that. U.S. Yeah. But sh- so she got a tattoo of my my signature from all the notes we used to pass. I had to practice many times to get it to look good. So a sizable like that, uh, with, like that with an arrow with a cool designed arrow going through it. Cool. And she, the I have the way I make my T's is a little different. Your Long Islands. Yep. <laughs> and on the swoop, like the swooping arc of my T in the bottom of it, she got a heart done on the bottom of it. I love it. She loves it. That's I'm awesome. Very happy with it. Yeah. Where did she get it? On her hip. So why won't you post it? I don't think she wants me to. Oh, okay, I got you. If she's okay with it, I would. Yeah. But I, I had to make sure I could even talk about it first. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I figured that would be like a. I don't know. Like a proud, open thing. She'd always been against tattoos. Oh, okay. But for this okay. one, like, no, she's like, no, I want a tattoo for you. Yeah. But it's also like, I think it's just a personal yeah a personal thing so she's not gonna all about flaunting it cool she showed the girls and they did not like it <laughs> they don't like it uh-uh. what, no, what do they say no. because she's always been who against- is suberto <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a pretty badass mom but who is that <laughs> uh because she'd always been against tattoos so there's like why'd you get one it's like because i love him but you still said you'd never get one <laughs> and so they're not super jazzed, well, but we are. I mean, if I was a kid, I would be, I would be super jazzed because it'd be like, "This is my ticket to Good. getting one now of I'm those." One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And my parents don't have any tattoos other than have I told the story about the blue dot on my dad's arm? No, he's got a a, a Phoebe tattoo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's the Phoebe tattoo? Just the dot. She's oh, that's the Earth from space. Oh, okay. She's too much of a pussy to keep going. All right. Well, kind of, sorta. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was in the Navy mm. and um, had just a shitload of tattoos. A lot of tattoos. He had tattoos on his arms, on his back, mm-hmm. lots of tattoos. And uh, he also had a tattoo gun. He did some of his tattoos. And uh, when my my dad always thought they were really cool. And one one Sunday, I think it was, he said, like when he was like maybe 10, he snuck into his mom and dad's room and got the tattoo gun and he just was going to give himself a tattoo. And then he started on his forearm and he said the first time it went in, it hurt so bad. Yeah. That he ran out of the room and he's yeah he just got a just had a blue dot on his on his arm because mine because uh, you know I got my engaged my wedding ring tattooed on for her and she loves that and that took way longer these these two black lines of my finger took way longer than hers which is easily five times the size really because I think it's just the area because like she was really digging in to like my finger to inject it in because I think it's a highly rubbable area yeah like I hear hands and like feet and like stuff that are like in contact with things a lot Mm -hmm. because your feet are in shoes and you know people's mouths and then like (laughs) (laughs) and your hands are you know 
on dicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, they wear off. It's like on her hip is like they started, and she's like, oh, okay, it's not so bad. That's fine. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go pee. I went to pee. I came back. They were done. Wow. So, it's like, hmm, all right. But I, Probably I love fake it. Them. I want to, I want to keep <laughs> touching it, but I can't touch. I don't want to touch the basically open wound on right. her body. Yeah. So I'm just like, can I touch your saran wrap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love it. I'm kind of I'm pretty much obsessed with it. Awesome. But I told her, I was like, are you sure you want my signature? She's like, yeah, it's like you're branding me. It's hot. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's hot. Yeah, it is. All right, go for it. Yeah, that is. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I want for my birthday. My signature on your body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I offered, like, I feel like I need to get one more explicitly to you. She's like, nope, what you have is what I love. So you have one that you love, and I have one that you love. We're good. That's awesome. All right. Uh, maybe I'll convince Nikki to do the same thing. When I was when I was in uh, maybe fourth grade, I used to sign my name in all capital letters, and uh, dr- <laughs> I want bubble letters of Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I would draw uh, a cartoon salmon that said "Hi." That's what I want on her. <laughs> I, don't, I I know my just, just right above her belly button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if you can put this on your thigh, please. So every time I'm down there, I can I can see my childhood art. That would be that would be great. Why are you looking at me like that? What is that weird or something? I don't know. So let me see my art, girl. Yeah, let me see that art. <laughs> let me see that salmon. I swear, like if I went to my mom's house and like went into her closet, I could probably find like just a two foot stack of paper that is just. Filled with the same drawing of a cartoon salmon <laughs> <laughs> saying things. See, that's a good detail I never knew about. Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't even. I didn't even have a name for him. It was just <laughs> the salmon. See, see now. I guess I had yeah. to have Melissa all across her back have a pee wing machine that I used to draw in elementary a school. A pee wing machine, which was an airship drawn composed entirely of uh, pee wings from Mario Three. That's awesome. <laughs> So, so yeah, I just do that all across from my yeah, different colors. That's great. P wings to make a an airship. I have actually <laughs> talked to um, Nikki about because um, she likes tattoos, and she's there was a period where she wanted to get more of them mm-hmm. uh, when when we were younger and uh, in the in the beginning times and uh, long ago. Yes, yeah. One of my suggestions was you know like the the wings that people get. I was like, just you just do like pee wings instead of like real wings. Yeah, and because and she was like, I know what those are because that's one of the things we bonded over when we first met was Super Mario Brothers three, and it's one of the reasons yeah, that it's like good. I like that Mario Brothers three is a tough game for me to separate, you know, from that. Mm-hmm. So I asked Melissa and I could get color bombs from Candy Crush. Somewhere. Color color bombs. Color bombs. I thought you said color bongs at first. Yes, we like, eat color bombs. You got you guys are the we weed, weed culture all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, <laughs> smoke weed every day. Man, that explains that explains why uh, the April twentieth was weird this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also the day before we went out to Nashville for my birthday. Um, after my after Disney of me having to constantly go pee, I was like, all right, I'm going to the doctor. I went to the urologist. And I was like, okay, give me the thing. Let's do this. Let's, let's start that. Do you think anyone has ever tried to go to the urologist and they went to the wrong door and we actually accidentally went to the ufologist? The ufologist? The, Uf, the UFO-logist. Oh. That yeah, is a, all the time. That, before I was in my they're salmon. They're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, they're in the hospital. Yeah. before Because they do alien autopsies and shit. Of course they're in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, the doors probably aren't labeled because the ufologist doesn't want you to. The urologist, ufologist, proctologist, just all right there. Right there. They all kind of make sense, honestly, (laughs) because all the aliens are really concerned about is how, like, our pee-pee and poo-poo works. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. They're very refined. Before I was in my salmon drawing phase, uh, I did want to be a ufologist. I'll just go with ufologist at this point. Oh, okay. Love those books. Uh, Any, like, I think my mom was concerned because... Every time we go to the library, like a new library, I'd go to a library and be like, where's the occult section? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I would like those. Do you have any Do you have any books on monsters? Real monsters. No, Not, no, no. ah, real monsters. Don't give me that shit. Like <laughs> the, the real, real shit. The real, yeah. yeah. Where the wild things are? No. No, thank you. No, Maurice Sendak can suck a fucking dick. Why don't you show me where the real <laughs> monsters are? <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I think this little boy is coming on to me. (laughs) He keeps asking me to show him where the monsters are. Uh, But totally, you're all just like, yeah. Give me, give me the this bladder pacemaker they recommended me to get. And he's like, all right. uh, I'll have to schedule you a procedure. So what I'm going to do is uh, we'll numb you up really good, and I'll have to go in. Stretch your wiener out just real, 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 just so, so much. No, I'm sorry, sir. It's the only way that we can put it in. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to make it about ten inches bigger to get like just monster. Are you okay with that? And we mean in diameter. We mean the hole at the end. Like you will, you you will be able to pleasure no woman ever again. (laughs) It's just straight up murder. Uh, it's like we need to make sure it's gonna work before I make it permanent. So I'll go in and I'll go through the small of your back and run some wires down into your into your bladder. So you'll have wires coming out the small of your back to a battery pack. You'll just keep it. Holy pocket. shit! You're like fucking Gizmo Duck. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! So he's like, you'll have that for a day or two. You should know immediately if it's if it's gonna work for you. And if it does, then we'll schedule the, the uh, more extensive surgery to put in a real permanent implant. It's like all right. All right, I don't, they haven't called me. They said we'll have to call you because we have, they they have to get it's called an inner stem and like a rep has to come down. They have to be able to do like four or five at once, like a so, congressman or something. Exactly. Your, your exactly. local your local representative yeah. needs to come down. Rand Rand Paul <laughs> has to come down and and shove shit in my bladder. Well, when he I'm gonna and be he there. He's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be there when he shows up, and I'm gonna be like, stop sending me emails that start out with dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got. What did I do? I I got on the mailing list to to tell him something that I didn't want him to do. Forget what it was. <laughs> but then since then, yeah, shit tons of letters. Shit. Oh tons yeah. Of emails. Oh, I get a I get his weekly newsletter, <laughs> and then it's like grown from there. And it's like, cause like I don't know what happened, but it's like it started with him, and then I don't know if he's like sharing it with all his buddies, my email address with all his buddies or something. <laughs> but it is yeah. like. And I know where it all came from. It's because I did like a change.org thing or something. And it's like, God damn it. it. Why did I fucking even try to help and do anything? Yep. (laughs) This is why I'm not politically active. (laughs) I just vote, man. That's like all I do. I'm the most, I mean, it's important. And then people are like, oh, you're not happy with the way things are? You should do something about it. And I'm like, "Mm, voted. I voted. voted. I'm good, right? I want a mailing list. (laughs) Right? I get emails (laughs) that I immediately delete. I I sent one. Yeah. I read them and I'm like, dear friend. And I stop right there. Because I'm like, you don't, first of all, you don't fucking know me. Second of all, like, if I needed $10, I guarantee you, you wouldn't wouldn't spot me 10 bucks. Mm. Certainly not 20 to 30. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck no. That's right out. <laughs> That's all I got, though. Yeah. Hey, yeah, everybody. I am Dave. I am your bespectacled host. And I'm pretty tired. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I bet. I'm pretty tired. Why are you so tired, Dave? Oh, well, oh, man, I'm so glad you asked. I'm so tired because uh, I was up all night uh, editing the Patreon video, the Patreon-exclusive video where you and I ate a bunch of hot sauce that Big Dick Pie Baker, Chris Vaughn, sent in for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Topped it all off with the quarter of a million Scoville Naga Chili Vodka that uh, Lord Dennis crowdsourced for us. And um, so we drank that mm-hmm. and played uh, Where's Waldo for the NES mm-hmm. on hard mode, yep. <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, and that is on Patreon.com right now. You can watch it for a dollar. I will tell you this, the sound quality could be better, but you can hear us, and the lighting could be better, but you can still see us. With those two things, have, have, with that being said, it is definitely worth your dollar. Yeah, it was pretty impromptu, but yeah, learned a lot. That's and, part of the charm. And videos will be... That's part of the yeah, charm. They'll, they'll get better. Eventually. It, it, yeah, it, it's a, but I promise you it's a dollar's worth. I promise you. So, yeah. Patreon donors, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I had a lot of fun putting it together. And then the best part, well, yeah, <laughs> the best part was playing Mario Tennis while the, it, the very large video file exported. <laughs> so that was fun, too. Uh, I've learned that um, having a three-year-old and a puppy simultaneously uh, kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> when um, Nikki and I have kind of got into this thing where it's like, She'll let on the weekends, she'll let me sleep in, and then I'll get up, and then sometime during the day, I'll let her take a nap. So we can kind of like both get a little bit of extra sleep. Um, and meanwhile, the child isn't burning down the house. And what I've learned is that it is a very bad idea to take the kid and the dog out at the same time because they're both young. They both don't listen at all. That is like the the worst part. Is like we'll go out in the yard and it's like we'll we'll all three of us will come out the door, the front door as a single unit and then we'll step down two steps and then like the dog just goes like 90 degree angle to the right and then Henry just goes like 90 degree angle to the left. And it's like <laughs> I'm like shouting in both directions like come, come back, come back and it's like no one is listening and it's like I have to make a decision where it's like who am I going to go get? Mm-hmm. And uh, I love I love Clementine, the dog, but like Henry does have seniority. Uh, Clementine will remember that. Clementine <laughs> will remember that. So what will happen is, and what did happen this Saturday, was uh, I go to the left to get Henry, and I get him. I'm like, come on, man. You can't just be running off like that. And then I turn around, and uh, Clementine's on the other side of the yard just eating the biggest fucking pile of shit, just eating it. <laughs> and it's like, you fucking, you're such a fucking dog. That's like, I forgot, like, I remember all the good things, like all the good memories of having a dog, but like, I forget the memories of like, when they just do dog shit like that, where it's just like, oh, big old pile of poop in the yard. That's probably, I just got all the worms out of me. This is probably a good thing to eat. Get those, get those things back in. <laughs> Remember, uh, I just like oh the big the treat bag was the litter box. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that was the treat dude. He would try to bypass the treat box and just go right for the treat factory. Like he was always <laughs> up the cat's asses. Like his nose was just like <laughs> man, he just couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've learned. And I, I also like I I met my limit break on that day because like I I picked Clementine up 
took her to the back. Meanwhile, I'm like, Henry, come on. You got to stay close to me, man. You cannot be in the front yard when I'm in the backyard. Um, I'm, ho- I'm hosing the dog down, <laughs> washing the dog. And then um, Henry goes off to do something else. So I chase after him, and the dog gets right back in the right, right back in the shit. <laughs> and it's like I realize I should probably clean this shit up, but um, that involves me going inside and trying to get both of them to come inside with me. And it's mm. like, do I really want to take the shitty dog inside <laughs> with me while dealing with the kid who does not want to go outside? Uh, he would rather be in the 103 degree weather uh, instead of in in his pajamas, (laughs) like long sleeve, like the long pants pajamas. It's like, what? I also apparently forgot what it's like to be a kid. It's what we picked up uh, Choco Chica the other day and she was just like head to toe in sweats and it's like 100 degrees outside. Melissa's like, what? What are you doing? Why are you doing? I like it. Why are you (laughs) wearing sweatpants? All right. I'm glad it's not just Henry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The story ends with me with a bunch of dog shit on my shirt because I had to clean the dog like three times. And what was, here's the best part of it. I finally get everybody inside and I'm fucking frustrated and just like, all I want to do is like not look at either of these two creatures for like just a little bit. It's like, I just don't want to, I just don't want to deal. And for like maybe 10 minutes, I'm like, man, something smells like shit. And then, like, I fi- it finally dawns on me. Like when I'm washing my hands, like for the third time, I look in the I like look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, there's there's dog shit on my shirt, like on my chest. Like, uh. perfect. It's great. Dogs and kids are fucking wonderful. Oh, <laughs> 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 you want to get to that package? Sure. That, that sandwich Pope Phil sent us. Yeah, man. Who also has reminded us that. Uh, when we reach at one point in time, we said that when we reach $500 a month on Patreon, that we would poop in the ocean. So we do owe that to our listeners at some point. In addition to us going and getting our, uh, engagement photographs with the waifu pillows that Kanaha sent us. Yep. Gentlemen, I spent my Tuesday last week helping to clear up my cousin's Adam and Eve branch in Salem. Oh, I'm familiar with Adam and Eve. For a move to Idaho Falls. I guess the local smut scene is too oversaturated to make a profit. <laughs> the local smut scene. And it makes better sen- better business sense to open up a shop in sexually repressed conservative communities where there is no competition. That explains why Fantasy World's in business here. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> man. We have a whole Patreon episode on Fantasy World. <laughs> The experience was eye-opening, giving me a glimpse into a world of molded porn star busts, rubber dicks of all shapes and sizes, and every other conceivable thing you could ram into your genitals. I can think of a lot. I can think of ramming a a lot of things into my genitals. Among the free products I left with was this case of DVDs that I have no use for. So please accept it as a gift (laughs) for the show so you guys don't have to come up with an intro. As if any listeners uh, on as la la, and if any listeners on the West Coast are in need of a sounding rod, look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up right now. Or other sex paraphernalia, help out the family business and visit your local Adam and Eve franchise. See, I didn't know that Adam and Eve was like a brick and mortar no. thing. I just thought it was like a website and a warehouse. It's mm-hmm. like if we if we ever get advertisers, like that's probably the one most up our alley. Hardy Boys, number one. Hardy Boys books, number one. Right below that, Adam and Eve. (laughs) (laughs) 
In Monte Cristo, we pray. In Monte Cristo name, we pray. Sandwich Pope. Bill <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We know it sound. We know what sounding rods are. What are those? They're the rods that you. Um, they're the rods where you push that you push up your your urethra. Chew. Yeah, Chew. we talked about those. We just didn't know what they were they called. Know what they were called. Yeah, sounding rods. Called them nightmare sticks. <laughs> nightmare sticks. <laughs> so here's a special DVD pack. Only $59.99. Whoa, ask an associate for details. And it comes in the same case. I remember Ashley Shake would keep his PlayStation demo CDs in <laughs> that he would get out of his magazines. Maybe he was uh, an avid Adam and Eve patron. All right. Well, the very first DVD is something I have seen many, many times. Alvin and the Chipmunks. It is the porn the version of Pirates of the Caribbean. You've seen that many, many times? So many times. <laughs> Grandmaster Wiley. Oh! Every time he would get drunk, yeah, I forgot. He would go crazy to this. watch this as a group. So I've seen it <laughs> several times. What's the title of it? Pirates. That's it. How just, do they just pirates. Sid Meier's pornography pirates? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, the pirate special feature DVD. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I didn't I'll, know. I'll, I'll send, send that it to, to Wiley. Wiley. I'll see him in September if you want me to take it to him. Sophia Santi Scream, what? starring Jenikova. That's a movie. Sophia Santi. Uh huh. Sophia Sophia Santi Scream. Scream. I'm not familiar with her. Can I see that? I am not. Also not familiar. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she looks like a porn star. Jesse Jane in Jesse's Juice. Jesse's Juice. Jesse's Juice. I think they misspelled loose. Jesse's Loose. <laughs> Jack's Teen America Fishing Mission Fishing Fishing Mission Number Fifteen Black Sh- Bass Port. What is what is that? Jack's Teen America Mission Number Fifteen. Of uh, Sophia Santi's Juice. Is it the same DVD again? I don't know what it is. Man, they're really into the different. really into the juice. They love this juice. Oh, Jack's Playground Volume Thirty Four, starring Katsumi, not the one from Mass Effect. I can't keep up with all these. I was doing show notes for these, but there's too many. Deeper 8. Although the 8 is up there like it's to the 8th the power. So deeper to the 8th power. <laughs> what is the 8th power? Two, 2 is cubed. Mm-hmm. No, squared. 2 is squared. 3 is cubed. <laughs> wow, I'm bad at this. 3 is cubed. What is 4? No one knows. Quadricide, quadricide sized. Is it really? I don't know. What's 5? No <laughs> Tony, one knows. Tony Surely tells. no one knows. Pentasized. Uh, Jack's MILF show. What, show. Who is Jack? Is it Jack? Is it Jack Hanna? Is that like what he did <laughs> like after Hanna. after the animal stuff? Is like you know what I'm gonna get into? I'm used to dealing with wild animals. <laughs> I'm gonna get into um, a lucrative porn producing career. <laughs> Jack's POV eight, starring Janikova. Jack's Playground Volume Thirty Five meets Juicy Peaks. So much Juicy so Peaks. Is that what you said? Peaks. 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 Okay. Starring Tegan Presley. I thought, like, Juicy Pete sounds like, um, you know Pete from Mickey Mouse? That's like Pete's, like, (laughs) stripper cousin. Juicy Pete. (laughs) Uh, Deeper to the fifth degree. Starring Janikova and in a Robbie D experience. Jack's Leg Show 2. Jack's Link Sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that not one? Jack's Leg Show 3. Ooh, I want a leg show. Jesse James, Hush. Sexual Freak 5, <laughs> a Robbie D fix. Big Ass Show 5. <laughs> Big Ass Show. I'm sorry, Jack's Big Ass Show oh. 5. 
I don't see who's in it. Uh, let's see. Jack's Big Ass Show 6. Jack's Team America, mission number 18, starring Sophia Santi. Did you say Team America? Team America. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Digital Playgrounds, Fighters, Unleash the Fire Inside. And it looks like it's naked girls boxing. Oh. Jesse Jane, Caden Cross, Stoya, favor of Oathbreaker Blake Woods. I yeah, that. like, yeah. No, that sounds. Jones and Riley Steele. Uh, that sounds like the best one in the fucking binder. Uh, there's another one. Two two discs of Fighters. Fighters Part Two. Three discs of Whoa. Fighters. And here's the behind the scenes of Pirates Stagnetti's Revenge. Stagnetti's Revenge. Stagnetti's Revenge was the second one. That's the one I've seen a lot. Stagnetti's Revenge. Oh, okay, okay. And then disc four, the special features. Stagnetti so, sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Stagnetti. Stagnetti. What was the last one? I'm sorry. That's the the special features of Pirates Stagnetti's oh. Revenge. Okay. Tells you how they uh, came up with the Pokemon design. Here, let me give you this porn DVD that's laying out on the table where your children frequent. <laughs> I want to watch this Pirates movie. <laughs> well, get drunk at Dragon Con. <laughs> this woman's tits are out. This must be authentic pirate movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Hey, hey, what's up? Do you hear that? I you do hear that zipping up of a of a porn binder. I haven't yeah. heard that in a long time. Zip up the pants to Sophia Santi's juicy <laughs> big ass experience. <laughs> Man, you are good at naming. You are good at naming pornog- pornographic DVDs. Yeah. Pornographic. Pornographic. <laughs> uh, I did that thing where sometimes when I try to say Canada, I say Canada. Oh, I've been... I don't like that. I have not been able to speak well today. I am so tired. Let me talk pretty one day. Yes. <laughs> of course I hear that zipper, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. This one's a little tricky, okay? Because Kung Fu for the NES was originally an arcade game, and it wasn't called Kung Fu. It was called Kung Fu Master, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't originally called Kung Fu Master. It was called Kung Fu Master in the United States. It was originally called Spartan X in Japan. It was a tie because (laughs) there is a Jackie Chan movie named Spartan X. And this this game was a tie-in to that movie. Which blows my fucking mind because I think this is a good game. And it's so rare. I feel like it's rare to have a a movie tie-in game that's that's Well, it just has to be off a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, right. If you've played the police story uh, RPGs, they're amazing. The Rush Hour? Let's play, yeah. yeah, The Rush (laughs) Hour. (laughs) Grip. Dibs on Chris Tucker. The RTS Rush (laughs) Hour game. The RTS. (laughs) The RTS roguelike card game Rush Hour. Uh, did you guys? Did you guys know there's a Rush Hour Four? It's just in I video game with form. what? Coke, forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I counter with a black man stereo. <laughs> I do hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's gonna get a little hairy, but but uh, but I don't know. Just let's roll with it. Kung Fu Master is a side-scrolling beat-em-up game produced by Irem as an arcade game in 1984. It was distributed by Data East in North America. We're all familiar with them, the North Americans. Mm -hmm. 
The game was initially released in Japan under the title of Spartan X. And yes, I did say Japan, as in like, I must just be in porn DVD mode because yeah. I feel like that would be <laughs> the good name for uh, a strictly Japanese porn that yeah. was released oh, yeah, here yeah, in America. Yeah. Japan. You done got <laughs> Japan. Um, what do you call Bukaki in America? Japan. Japan. Yeah, you don't got Japan. Uh, that's what when we have a when a North American news anchor has a bunch of men come in. Uh, I guess it could be a man. I guess, and uh, they just they do the boo cake. When they do the boo cake, mm-hmm. we call that Japan. They, yeah, that's what they say here. That's what. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how it is. <laughs> Uh, it is a tie-in game. I was wrong to a Jackie Chan film, Wheels on Meals. Um, however, the game had no bearing on the plot of the film outside of the names of the main protagonist and his girlfriend. So all they did when they exported it was change the names uh, to Thomas, the Karate Man, mm-hmm. the Kung Fu Man, mm-hmm. and Sylvia, the Kung Furist. The Kung. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the the players control Thomas. Uh, he is a kung fu master. Do not fuck with him. Do not let his um, black T-shirt that he's wearing underneath his sleeveless gi fool you. He is a kung fu master <laughs> and not just some geek off the street. Uh, he fights his way through the five levels of the devil's temple mm. in order to rescue his girlfriend, Sylvia, from the mysterious crime boss, Mr. X. Mr. X. Mm. Uh, this was one of the first games I ever remember playing, so I have very fond memories of this game. Um, I want to say it's one of the first things that Brandon and I played and bonded over way back in the day. I had a similar experience with my dad, Mm -hmm. um, because like, I remember we had a Pizza Hut, and in that Pizza Hut, there, it must have been a Play Choice 10. Uh, It must have been, because like, I remember playing this game in a in a Pizza Hut on an arcade stand up, and uh, when I remember, I remember like really enjoying it. And then we rented it, and um, my dad and I played. But it was also really tough for us to remember the name of the game. So several times we accidentally re- rented Karate Champ, which is uh, a fine game, but it is completely different because yeah. like Karate Champ is like an early fighting game. And uh, Kung Fu is like an early beat em up. Yep. Pip, pip, pip. I mean, it worked out. My dad destroyed me in Karate Champ. So it might not have been an accident. It might have been like one of those. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, got bummer. Oh, got yeah. the wrong one. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy in the red gi. <laughs> You're the guy in the white gi. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> so you and Brandon played this a lot? Brandon yeah. of Axley fame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we, we never beat it. We would get to uh, qu- the Quasimodo boss. Mm. And then we always we always lost to the him. The Black Wizard. Yeah, is that that's his that's, official that's name? That's him. He's the Black Wizard. So what's the black guy? Uh, giant. Just giant. Yeah, his name is Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I cracked open the instruction manual for this. Ah. There's some there's some good names in here. There's some great names. Because I don't. I just I'll always remember the the very beginning of this game. Just the the music and the the steps, and then the very intro of the music as you start to. Walk uh, to the left, starting off because it, it'll switch as you go up the stairs, and you're then walking to the right. You go up the stairs, you're then walking to the left. Mm-hmm. Each floor, yeah, you go yeah. a different direction, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. The sound is amazing in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it's very it really, satisfying. It really very, very satisfying. is. Um, it's actually the the sound designer uh, was Koji Kondo, and I don't know if you're familiar with Koji Kondo. I heard the name. Um, 
he did like the music, all of the music for Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Two, Super Mario Brothers Three, The Legend of Zelda. Um, so like the uh, he knows his shit. And like what's great is like okay, so this game gets a, even a little weirder because it's like it's a port of an arcade game that was imported with a different name from the original arcade. So it's like already has this like weird kind of like convoluted history, but Nintendo actually developed the NES version. So it wasn't, uh, it was like Irem is credited, uh, but like Irem and Nintendo are credited, but Nintendo developed it for the NES as far as I was Mm -hmm. able to find out. I'm not an expert. We're crass commentators. Um, And it was one of those things where it's like, I can tell because I, I can tell that Nintendo was involved because it's like there are so many things from this game that appear or have appeared in other Nintendo games, like it, it sound wise. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like there are three, like when you die to a boss in this game, you hear them laugh yeah. and it's like synthesized, like, rah, 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 rah. and that is very much like, yeah. It's very much like uh, Bald Bull or Soda Popinski or something like that. Koji Kondo did God, the, it is just like Bald Bull, yeah. like that. His hoo hoo hoo. Oh man, Koji Kondo did the sound for the original Punch Out arcade game. So it's like there are these connections here that are really cool to like look back and, and make. And um, I mean, it's just there's other stuff in it, but that to me, like that was like the big standout um, thing that that like connected that connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, all the sound effects are like super, um, super satisfying. Like when you, uh, even like when you as Thomas die and like anytime someone dies, um, they like go into like instant rigor mortis yep. and it's like, Bleh! like they seize up <laughs> yeah, sprawling and then fall off the bottom <laughs> of the screen. It's like, if this game didn't have that, like those touches, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be nearly as fun to play. Yeah. Like, I mean, it makes it fun to play. It's like one of those things where it's like this. That dun, 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 cha, cha, cha. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, all like all this, like all the sound effects are really, like some of them are really weird, mm-hmm. like, uh, but they're all like still satisfying. Like, for example, um, at one point in the game, they're like giant poisonous moths. Oh, uh, fucking, I'm, those are the. Well, they're pretty bad. They're, they're not the worst. They're pretty bad. They are pretty bad. What what would you say is the worst? What is it? The the snakes that fall oh, from yeah. the ground and chase you. Yeah, yeah, those, those are, pretty, are bad. pretty bad. Um, but like the like the poison oh, and the and the little the little dudes. Little dudes are also pretty bad. They are called Tom Toms. Tom Toms. Yes, <laughs> I like that. All like the the minions in this game, the humanoid minions are wearing vests. Mm-hmm. It's like their uniform. It's like Mister <laughs> X is like. All right, I know this is like, I know this is like Satan's Tower or whatever, but it used to be a vest outlet. We've inherited a shitload of vests. <laughs> I have purple vests, I have green vests. Which would you like? Okay, tall dudes, you want purple vests? Okay, here you go. The Gi- giant, you you just wear the wife beater yeah. you came in, a, in with. It's fine. Giant. Mustard yellow sweatpants, and you're good. It's fine. You're good. It's fine. You look wonderful. Thank you. You you fit right in here in the Devil's Tower in Tokyo. Yes. <laughs> Giant looked like my, uh, he looked like my uh, phys ed teacher in high school, uh, just taller. Uh, he also, this was brought up in Twitch chat when I, I streamed this on Twitch. Um, he looks like a Bobo's dad 
He looks like a Bobo's like 48-year-old dad. Because like when you look at the Sprite, I, he's got like a gut. <laughs> yeah, he's just an overweight, like super tall very, black guy yep. in mustard yellow sweatpants and a wife beater. That's it. He's very out of place in this game, <laughs> I feel like. But then again, like maybe he's not because like everything kind of seems like it's <laughs> weird. I wonder if that was a character in... Wheels on Meals. It had to have been. <laughs> it had to have been in that Jackie Chan movie. Like that's to to have pulled that somewhere. That had to have been. Surely. I think we need to watch Wheels on Meals. Yep. And and do our next Patreon episode <laughs> on that. <laughs> you can do all of Jackie Chan's movies. I haven't seen that many, honestly. Like I really haven't. Like I've seen Drunken Master and I've seen Rush Hour. I've seen two police stories, and they're legitimately like really. That's like he's young and into stunts. And is like, that like the helicopter really one? Good. Like it was like a big deal, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought he was like first time I saw him bust a ladder out. Do yeah, the ladder, ladder stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen either of the police stories. I mean, they're because I watched them dubbed. I can't remember where, but I was like, oh, this is. Just, I feel like it was always on HBO, like at my house during the day during the summer. And I was like, well, I'll just watch it. And I watched all of it. I was like, fuck yeah, that was that was pretty good. I've watched more. Jackie Chan behind the scenes footage and documentaries <laughs> than I have actual Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> I I there was I went through a period where I really liked uh, martial arts movies and mm. but it was like a brief period, man. It was like mm. it didn't last very long. It was in like late high school and it's like I want like I watched a whole bunch of Bruce Lee movies, which by the way, I please don't quote me, but I think there is a sequel to Spartan X. And in that sequel, the main character's name is Bruce Leap, which I feel like is worth mm-hmm. worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. I said worse mm-hmm. mentioning, and that's mm-hmm. what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got in this like very short lived phase, um, and in that phase, I pretty much just watched Drunken Master. <laughs> there you go. Because what? It's you, as soon as you start, you're going up all these floors. You rescue Sylvia, and right. the 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 tall men in their in their pink and purple. Vest. They're they're called the Gripper. Oh, each that, each one is named the Gripper. That is what they do because they charge at you, arms up, and if they get you, they hold you. They squeeze you, and your they life hold, slowly like, uh-huh. t- drains down. There's a life bar. They're Android um, mm-hmm. nineteen and twenty from Dragon Ball Z. They just want to touch you and drain your energy. Is that their thing? There you go, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Are those the twins or whatever? No. Mm-mm. All right, never mind. Because they're. Uh, I know. I think I know nineteen. So the white. <laughs> One is a very like a looks like a kabuki fighter. Cause, like he's all white. Okay. He has a like a china cap with a point on the top of it. Okay. An army. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. They get wasted pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. Like on Jaeger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These androids have been built with one weakness. <laughs> it's like the Death Star exhaust port. It's like they're unstoppable unless they drink, and when they drink, mm. they just get sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> When they drink, they stop fighting and insist that they go to the strip club. That's all. It's all they talk about. No, Goku, we must stop this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, you go uh, left, to right, and then right to left, uh, fighting things like the Gripper. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm glad you brought up the Life Bar mm-hmm. because that's kind of a big deal. Uh, this is a very early beat 'em up. Like it. Yep. Like I mean, it is. And like I think honestly, like it's a really, really good start. For the for the genre, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times I see like Renegade listed as like the one of like the earliest beat 'em ups, and I honestly don't know the year, but I'm almost I would bet money that it's after Kung Fu. Yeah, um, and it's like Renegade is um, not as good a game in my opinion. Like Kung Fu is very satisfying. It's still fun. It's it's simple and it has 
it can be difficult. And it's just, it's a very satisfying game when you punch somebody, when you kick somebody. Because basically you've got, what, high kick, low kick, high punch, low punch, yeah. jump kick. Yeah, and it's like you jump with, it's like one of the first games I remember playing as a kid where you don't jump with a button. You press up to jump. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat style. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that blew my, I apparently forgot that Kung Fu existed when I was in middle school and playing Mortal Kombat. And I remember being in the arcade being like, None of these buttons are making me jump. And like I remember like a teenage kid having to be like, press up, put the joystick up. Oh, all right. Oh yeah, look at that. We press up, ass dick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for not making me put a Yoshi sound over the thing you were about to say. <laughs> I saw it on your face. And as as I saw it, as I saw the word about the form, I was like, that's accurate, but I do not want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because what let's see. The first boss is Man in a black vest with a nightstick tries to hit you with that stick. Do you know what his name is? Mm. Take a guess. John Chan. Hey, it is actually Stick Fighter. (laughs) 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 Which sounds like the name of like an indie game that was released in this year. Mm. That's like Stick Fighter. Hey, do you see Stick Fighter? It's on sale. $10 on Steam. (laughs) And you need to do a... Let's see, you get... More points for a punch than a kick because right. they're harder to perform. Yeah. But I feel like at the boss of every stage, because normally in every stage you'll go through the tall grippers, and then there's uh, pretty early on are the knife throwers. Yeah, the knife throwers are nasty mm-hmm. because they throw knives. And take like two hits to kill, as opposed to like grippers are always just like one hit yeah. gone. And the tom-toms too. They're the, the, the mm-hmm. little boys, mm-hmm. uh, the tom-toms. And uh, the children. Mr. X's children. Yep. And uh, they all take one hit to kill as well. But yeah, when you first roll up on a knife fighter, not only are they throwing knives at you, and they, and they can throw yeah, it... the first projectile you come across. Right. And they can throw it high, and then they can throw it low. And you gotta, if they throw it low, you have to jump over it, or mm-hmm. you'll take damage. If they throw it high, you got to duck. Um, and they throw it pretty fast, and it does go all the way across the screen. Mm-hmm. The worst situation is when you are flanked by knife fighters, which Mm. does happen from time to time. That sucks because it's like one of them will throw low while the other one throws high, and it's just like I'm taking damage for sure. Yep. This is a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's always satisfying whenever the grippers are all like three or four beside each other, and you can just press your punch or kick button as fast as you can to... And they all fall off. And I like that you mentioned the score part too because like this game kind of blends... Um, like a progression-based, um, I wouldn't say narrative, but like goal, a, like a progression-based goal with a score-based goal. Because it's like there is an end to this game. Uh, Thomas does eventually get to Sylvia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and save her, but it, then it loops. So it does like the old Ghosts and Goblins uh, where it loops back and it continuously loops. Mm-hmm. Sil- uh, Sylvia always gets captured and Thomas will eventually die trying to save They're her. They're in purgatory, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. totally like a situation like that. I almost spoiled a TV show that's been off the air for a long time. I almost spoiled a book, so <laughs> I'm going to stop there. The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what, stick fighter, you have to do a low, a low kick is most effective. Yeah, uh, it depends. Like, But yeah, for, for the most part, low attacks are like the way to kill any boss in this mm-hmm. game. Um, because like he will he will attack low, stick fighter will attack low, but he more often than not is gonna attack high. So yep. 
and I don't know what determines the patterns that the bosses attack because Giant is the, kind of the same way. It's like Giant deals a lot of damage when he mm-hmm. hits you, and it's like he's either going to do a kick, which will hit you whether you're crouching or standing, or he'll do a punch, which will only hit you if you're standing. Mm-hmm. So the strategy is to go in low because there's a less likelihood that you're going to get hit. Um but like I don't know what determines which way he's gonna go first, and it's like they the, they do have tells. The enemies do have tells, but it's like kind of like learning those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bosses are like very they range in difficulty because it's like the second level boss is just his <laughs> boomerang name, fighter. Boom, that's his name, <laughs> yeah. boomerang fighter, and he like reminds me of the uh, enemies in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which we talked about not too long ago. Mm-hmm. The guys that kind of look like Rat King, but they throw boomerangs. Uh, you know the okay, ones I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's what they remind me of. I mean, it feels like because their boomerangs also look like sausages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think what the second stage is when stuff starts dropping from the ceiling. So you'll have your like Chinese lanterns that drop down and explode into dragons that breathe fire. Do you know what those are called? What? Just guess. Dragon breathers. Do you know what the balls are called that drop down from the ceiling that have dragons inside no. of them? No, no, no. Just guess. Dragon balls. Dragon balls. They are called <laughs> dragon right. balls. Damn right. <laughs> of course they are. Uh, there's one. There are ones that drop and turn into little snakes that are very fast that chase you along the ground. And then you'll go and fight your regular grippers, tom-toms, knife throwers... Get, then boomerang fighter. Then you go up, and then you're on what third is giant stage. I'm trying to think what's unique about that one. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot. There's a lot of knife fighters. That's where I usually uh, would okay. wind up flanked by knife fighters. Um, but that stage is kind of like a nice reprieve after mm-hmm. the uh, after the sh- everything's falling from the ceiling trying to kill me. Because like I remember when fighting giant, just getting up close to him, ducking, and just keeping keeping the low kick until he like, basically his hitbox is a little off, so he has to back up into your kick if you're too close. Yeah, and if he does that, his energy just gone. They regen. The bosses will regen health oh, if you don't that. kill them fast enough. Yeah, like if you like take your time and hit them, and then like, all right, I'm gonna wait this out. Their life will start to regenerate, mm. which sucks. Yeah. But there's also a timer in the game uh, because, of course, there is. It's an arcade game. Mm-hmm. So um, that is – I never really – it only only had one instance where I heard, like, the hurry-up music, and it, it was jarring. Your life bar refills after every every stage. Right, yeah. So if you make it to the boss, you can go all out and just a sliver of life left, make it to the stairs. Yeah. And then – yeah, and then sometimes between floors you're greeted by a cutscene mm-hmm. of Sylvia tied to a chair and Mister X laughing at you. Help me, Thomas. Sylvia. The fourth stage is the one Brandon and I always got to. Um, moths, windows, moths, like the windows giant moths come out. These poison moths mm-hmm. that. And are they are fucking awful. They are mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are mods. They're in the instruction <laughs> manual as poisonous mods. <laughs> I think it actually technically would be venomous. You're right. You're right, Dave. <laughs> Did you know there are two venomous moth species in Kentucky? No. I, I don't even know if there really are venomous moths. There probably aren't. No. They I probably don't are. need I to. There are. They probably don't need to kill. F- what do yeah. they eat? They don't eat flowers. What do mods eat? Your fears. Yeah, they feed on fear. <laughs> they're actually, they are actually demons. They're the only species of animal that is... That are also demons. This is a demon, yeah. Also, yeah. 
because uh, the the boss of that stage that looks like Quasimodo is you said Black Wizard. Black Wizard. <laughs> I thought he looked like Gargamel a little bit. Oh yeah. But like Gargamel's brother that like wears green instead of black. Because <laughs> he's constantly like snapping and throwing this projectiles at you. He throws fireballs, and like some of those fireballs turn into dragons. Some of the fireballs he'll throw on the ground and turn into those fast-moving mm-hmm. snakes. Um, he's got a really cool thing. Well, if you, you kick him and kick, <laughs> his, head kick off, his head off, and you think like, oh, okay, I beat him. Killed him. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. It grows back. It's like a trick you. Boom, yep. you're dead. You can, only, you can only kill him by crouching punches. Yeah, low punches, which is like I never fucking used. So that's up Brandon and I were like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, probably about as far as I got as a kid, too. But it was like rare to get mm-hmm. there still. Usually Giant would like kick my dick in. Mm-hmm. But it, like, on the rare occasion, I would make it to Black Wizard and uh, never know what mm-hmm. to do. Thankfully, we live in the uh, internet age. Yeah, where I watched someone beat this in like three minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, I think that's like the world record, isn't it? Like <laughs> yeah. three minutes, three thirty-six. Yeah, like that's that. and that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this game is pretty quick, but it was like I, I couldn't get through it that fast. <laughs> and the final stage is just a, a super gauntlet until you get to uh, Mister Mr. X, X. Yeah, who looks like uh, what's his name from the Cobra Kai dojo. Johnny? Yeah, because he's got a black gi trimmed in red, and he's mm-hmm. like this blonde white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he looks way out of place. <laughs> just, just Most of the bosses look out of place, uh, but I thought he looked like the front runner of like a Green Day cover band or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised he didn't have a gun. Yeah, I guess that trope hadn't like... <laughs> really since about yet. Yeah, I guess, I think Double Dragon might have been the one that started that, but I'm not positive. Now I'm curious. What, where that came about, the gun trope. The boss has a gun trope. Mm-hmm. He has a gun, <laughs> which is probably what it's called on TV tropes. I'm willing to bet you. <laughs> He's got a gun. And then you save Sylvia, and it says, like, they were happy, but not for very long. Right, and, and then, then you start over from the beginning. <laughs> and it just doesn't get old. <laughs> I played this game for three hours, and I could have easily played it for much longer it's than that. Fun, it's a fun, satisfying game. fun game. I was really delighted at how well it held up. Like, that is, if you weren't there for the stream, uh, I really recommend you find us on Twitch and watch the VOD because, like, that is probably the most fun I've had on a stream. It was just so nice to go back and play that game after so long because, like, I hadn't played it in a very long time. And it, like, it's so easy to pick up that it, like, everything kind of came back immediately uh, and then, like, because now I am an adult, uh, I was able to actually, like, progress through the game mm. and save Sylvia, something I never did as a kid. <laughs> Always wanted to do. Yeah. Never, ever did, uh, did it as a kid. Awesome. Uh, I actually saved her twice. I got through two loops on game mode A, which is easy mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I tried game mode B, which is hard mode, and I almost, almost got the Sylvia. Damn. I'd like to, I mean, this is like... If you have an NES, this is a, honestly this is gonna sound insane, but this would be like a good Desert Island game because like I could see myself playing this game over and over again. Yeah, yeah, mm. just to see how far you can get. Like, but I'm drawn to games like this, you like survivor mode type. Yeah, where it's like you just go through wave after wave after wave just to see how good you can do. And it's like I like score chase kinds kind of games, mm-hmm. especially when it changes up. Like it's. Each time you go through a loop in the game, it's the same game, but it's just harder. Enemies are faster. They deal more damage. Um, so it's like it's 
it's you're doing the same thing, but it's just like you have to, you just have to be better. So I, I think that's cool. Awesome. I mean, it was it was nice to go back. I played it on the the Raspberry Pi machine, brought to you by Big Dick Pie Maker Chris Vaughn. So um, you got anything? I mean, we we pretty much have exhausted this game. You have anything else? Um. Yeah, I mean, we really did kind of blow through it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. I, I really do honestly think that it's addicting, and that's another thing that I like about it um, because it, like, hooks into my, like, it connects with my, like, personality, and mm-hmm. it's, like, where it's, like, oh, yep, wow, we can manipulate this young man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's 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 totally great. There is a little bit of history uh, or a little bit of trivia that I think is worth mentioning, um, and this is, once again, coming straight to our fr- from our friend uh, Wikipedia. Uh, the designer is notable. Uh, the designer is Takashi Nishiyama, and you probably know him from... Uh, he. Um, this is actually... I love this because it is shit upon over and over again. I've never played it. Uh, he uh, created the original Street Fighter game. The arcade... The, the Street that. Fighter 1. Okay. Um, he, uh, he directed it alongside uh, Hiroshi Matsumoto. Uh, he created the special move for Ryu. He created he created the Hadouken. So mm. the 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 designer of Kung Fu created the Hadouken. Like that, like little bit of knowledge. Like that is like I want that just to be the only thing on his tombstone. Hadouken. Just ri- ri- Ryu doing the Hadouken. <laughs> or it's like it's like pressure. There's like a pressure plate that like activates like uh, a Ryu <laughs> like to pop up out of the grave and then perform a Hadouken motion. <laughs> Uh, so like, I think that's really, that's like one of those like little bits of trivia where it's like that, like, you know, like an epic level bard, like has a chance of like knowing just like one random ass fact, mm-hmm. like that's the random ass, like I yeah. feel like that's <laughs> it. Um, but he also, uh, joined SNK. He created the Fatal Fury fighting franchise, uh, which is amazing. Wow. Um, right. he, um, worked on Art of Fighting, King of Fighters and Metal Slug. So I think that is all, like, just really, I don't know. I like that. I like the fact that, like, that validates this game. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I really like this game, and I think it's really good, but, like, there's, like, it's nice that the creator kind of has, like, a track record beyond it because it's, like, yeah, other people thought that this was a good game, too. Mm -hmm. And still it blows my mind that it is a movie (laughs) tie-in. I would have never thought that. Wheels on meals. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's all. Fuck yeah. You got any achievements? Uh, yeah, I do have some achievements. Uh, how about you? I'll think of some. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I've got... Okay, so I stream this game on Twitch, and one of the fun things that I like to do is... I sound like a first grade teacher. One of the fun... Th- one of the, We're kind of crazy here. <laughs> we do things a little differently. Yeah, here on this stream, we, we, we do things. It's a nice day outside. Let's go sit on the quad. Yeah, I like what I like to do is... We have some cards in the in Twitch chat, uh, some real cut ups, and uh, they like to they like to suggest achievements. So uh, I'll be reading those. I got a shitload of them, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Twenty six total, twenty six achievement uh, submissions, uh, which I have whittled down to eight. <laughs> to, to one, thank you. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> the one winner. There's one champion. Uh, okay, so first achievement is the results are in. And you are not the father. In order to unlock the results are in, you are not the father, is you need to punch all the children who tried to hug you. Uh, the Tom Toms. <laughs> yeah, punch all little Tom Toms. 
Uh, next achievement. Oh, I'm sorry. That comes from Edgelord Kyle, uh, Chivo Gladiator. Uh, next achievement is from Shadowrunner Cody, and that is Snatch the Pebble from My Hand. In order to unlock Snatch the Pebble from My Hand, you need to punch a ball when it drops from above, which is seriously like one of the, like, Knocking one of those balls as it drops down, like knocking it out of the sky is like one of the best feelings like, in the world. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, especially when it's like one that's like, you know, is a snake jar mm. or whatever. Like, it's like kicking one of those out of the sky and like just the satisfaction of like doing it and then like immediately realizing I don't have to deal with that fucking snake now. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> this little like one, two punch where it's like, oh, that feels so good. That's what this game is fucking full of. Like these moments where it's like, this just feels good it's satisfying it's a satisfying game yes Um, next achievement comes from Faceful of Alien Wing Wong and that is Johnny Cage wins Uh, in order to unlock Johnny Cage wins you need to punch Aladdin lookalikes in the genitals Uh, we thought that all the guys with their vests look like Aladdin Aladdin. cosplayers Okay. or toad cosplayers without (laughs) the toad hat (laughs) (laughs) next achievement comes from Shreem Queen Justine Scurry, sniff, flinch, uh, which is a, a, a Lion King 3 deep cut. I'm sure we're all familiar oh, with Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Lion Guard, right? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. Where uh, I believe uh, Jerry Stiller plays a mongoose, uh, or sorry, a meerkat. which got me. You got me. <laughs> who got teaches me this tactic. Uh, and it's like when I was watching this clip, which I'll put in the show notes. Serengeti now. <laughs> right. When I was watching this clip, um, what I love that you brought this up because, like, when I started hearing the voice, I was like, "Is that, uh, is that, is that Jerry Stiller?" Yeah. And I listened because I was like, "It really sounds like him." And at one point, he God goes, "Rest his soul." Is he dead? Yeah. Oh, he's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That mm-hmm. fucking sucks. I can't do the end of this podcast. <laughs> Let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got to stop everything. We need to. We need to. This needs to be denied. Jerry Stiller can't be dead. He's not allowed to die. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah, oh, thank God. I was wrong. I heard that he died somewhere, but it looks like he is not. He is 91, however. Wow. How old's Dick Van Dyke? Like 94 Nin- or something like that? 92 or 93, yeah. yeah. he's, okay. So he's he's edging him out. His wife died in 2015. Well, that's, that's probably what you're thinking. Uh, Jer- her name was also Jerry Stiller. J-E-R-I. Perfect. Yeah, Jerry Perfect. <laughs> the Jerry's they called them. Uh, there, um, but yeah. Oh, so like when I was watching this clip, I was like, I think that's Jerry Stiller. And then he goes, "Sunny boy," and I was like, "Oh, it's Jerry Stiller for sure." <laughs> I didn't even look it up. I might be wrong. It, like I didn't even check IMDb. I was like, just my soul was like, "Yeah, that's him." Don't worry about it. I see my mate. <laughs> yeah. So in order, or, in order to unlock, scurry, sniff, flinch, you need to jump. When you should have ducked, which happens a fuck ton in this game, especially with the knife throwers, which leads into the next achievement, which comes from Bubba Drewski, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Uh, In order to unlock dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge, the five Ds, uh, you have to dodge 100 knives, which you will probably (laughs) do in one playthrough uh, because the knife throwers are um, straight up deadly. Um, I've got another five Ds. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. In order to unlock Dylon, 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 and Dylon, you need to get killed by one of the dragons. Do you know why? Why? Because they spit hot Hot fire. fire. (laughs) Nice. Uh, That comes from Sandwich Pope Phil. Thank you, Phil. 
Uh, next achievement comes from Bovine Bear, Matt Cowan, Thomas the Tank. In order to unlock Thomas the Tank, you need to survive taking a knife in the back of the head just as you get to the stairs. Which does happen. That does, yeah, because you're about to get on the stairs and they're all still chasing. Oh yeah, you they'll the cha- and they're faster than you, mm-hmm. so it's like they will catch up to you. Like if you, like even if you just keep moving, eventually they will mm-hmm. get to you. And that is the way to get through this game is to like just keep moving. I feel like Jerry Stiller was Uncle Max in The Lion King one and a half. Yeah. Oh, one and a half. Video th- release in two thousand four. Oh my bad. I I well wait. Lion, that it probably is a Lion King three. They probably just called it one and a half. It's the third movie. There you go. Probably. Yep, yep. I don't know. I just saw it on YouTube. Lion King, Lion King two, Lion King one and a half. One and a half comes between. Yeah, two man sense. and a little lion. I mean, <laughs> one more achievement. This comes from Tom, Tommy Tuba, as I like to call him. Death by bees. In order to unlock Death by Bees, you need to get they're moths. They're moths for sure. Is it moths or moths? Mo- moths. moths with moths a V. With a v moths. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like Cockney or something like all of a sudden. Moths. Or moods. Moves? Moods. Smooth like Sycamore Drive. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Our theme song is Moths by Sycamore <laughs> Drive. Uh, in order to unlock Death by Bees, get killed by bees, moths, in game mode B. I just like the fact that we were playing on bees. Yeah. Um, I think my alternate title to that achievement is uh, a, a bee movie. Nice. Because of uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Just felt like that was worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about Jerry's. Let's see. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. I've got two. Uh, the first one being Godzilla versus Mothra. <laughs> you unlock that by... I believe that's Mothra. 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 By killing ten moths. On on that stage, uh, the other one. It's tough. Yeah, it they is. fucking fly around on like yeah. like. You basically di- have to jump kick them yeah. just right. Right, exactly. They fly on like diagonals, which sucks, and they home in on you too. Yeah. The other one being uh, snakes on a ge- on a geometrical plane. <laughs> nice. And that is you stomp uh, five snakes as they charge across the floor at you. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that is an unlockable achievement. Yeah. The snakes are unkillable. Uh, which makes them... Oh, they're unkillable? Yeah. Oh, man. You cannot kill them. I just jumped over them. I didn't even try. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you should do is yeah. jump over them because if you try to, if you try to like, low kick them, which makes sense... Then you jump over five snakes. <laughs> yes, but what I love is when you fight the black wizard and he throws a fireball at you, you can punch that fireball and it destroys the fireball, but you cannot kick snakes. Pa- pacifist. Yeah. I, well, actually, I think they're just trying to teach kids a lesson. <laughs> Don't go punching snakes. <laughs> yeah, Jump over snakes always. <laughs> That's what I tell Henry. You got anything else, Dave? We good? I got some other stuff. Got some other stuff. I guess right. I got some questions right. for you. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to buy this game right now, mm-hmm. used mm-hmm. Kung Fu for the NES, uh, how much on average do you feel like you would pay? Two seventy nine. That's pretty low. Oh, what, yeah. Would you like? Would you care to explain yourself? Um. I just remember a lot of people had this game. It was fairly popular. I don't imagine. I don't remember. I don't think it's rare at all. So I imagine it's just a good game that is in plentiful supply. I feel like that's solid logic. You are close, Tyler. Actual retail price on average of Kung Fu for the NES at the time of this recording, according to PriceCharting.com, is 
six dollars and seventy four cents. Mm, okay. Do you feel like that is worth that it? That is very much worth it. It's a tough question because you know we can get everything for free now, but <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but I'm just I'm not saying that we do. I'm just saying that we can. Oh, we can. Yeah, you can. So it's tough. That kind of devalues if things a little bit. If you're a, a piece of bit. shit, you can. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If you're a dirty thief, dirty awful, you you can. Dirty titty. If you're Mr. X <laughs> and your gang, did you know? Do you know what his gang is called? The executioners. Damn dog! I thought you fucking nailed it. What <laughs> happens, man? Oh, oh God! You're getting mm. so close. Uh, this is great because, like, what I love is all the things that you're saying are like the first thing was like very creative, mm. and it's like it feels like that is like the way that they should have gone, but like it's X gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should we name? What What should we name this gang? Well, what's the leader's name? Mister X. Oh, Mr. Gang. That's somebody else. Mr. Gang? <laughs> that's that's the guy across town. Okay, ex-gang then. Fuck. <laughs> Mr. Gang is trademarked. <laughs> oh, Tyler. How much do you think this game is complete? Just for funsies. This isn't this isn't for real. This is just for fun. Twenty-seven dollars. You're getting really good at this. Twenty-two eighty-seven for complete. All right. All right. New? $56. That's why they turn it on us. $209, 24 cents. Damn. Probably not worth it, new. Pro- yeah. Unless no. you're an actual kung fu master. Yeah. <laughs> then which gets you steal it because you're a kung fu master. Take it from somebody lesser. That's not, they, that's not, no, hey, that's not th- how kung fu masters roll. Well, then they'll aspire to take it back from you and they'll have to oh, become kung fu masters. No, no, so now it's like a Jedi Sith thing that yeah, you're explaining. Exa- exactly. <laughs> Tyler. I have some more questions for you. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would you give it? I would have to give it the the long, full, and fluffy black beard of winter Brandon Ease of Axelay fame. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I said it that way is because I was ready to type out um, the name of the person for the show notes. I guess I could still do that. We yeah. could link it to the Axel A episode. There you go. Perfect. Or Mario Kart. He was on Mario Kart. Was it? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I um, don't remember anything that we do on this <laughs> ever. Like, I forgot that we said that we were going to poop in the ocean when we got the $500. Yeah, I remember it now. Oh, uh, yeah. Now <laughs> I remember it. Because now it's very real. And here's, is this fucked up where it's like, I don't mind pooping in the ocean, but I don't want to like drive to the ocean. We'll have to get to the ocean. <laughs> right. That's the, thing. that's the hard part. Can we poop in a salty bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll do that all day. Which I don't have one, so it had to be. We have to go poop at your house. You don't have a bathtub? I don't. I only have a shower. Oh, but you could stop it up, and I it's guess, a bathtub. Just, there's like there's like a one inch lip. So I, we can I, I guess my point is, you can't poop in my bathtub. <laughs> Damn it. You can't shave with my razor. There, there's you can't some poop line my you just can't cross. <laughs> you were nice enough to offer me your pee bucket, the pee bucket which is there. great. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you still can't poop in my bathtub. Um, there's only one person in my life right now where it is acceptable for them That's to poop Nikki. in the bathtub, and that is Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was little, um, 
I was taking a, a bath, a bath <laughs> very, very early on uh-huh. as a kid. And my mom was in there giving me a bath. And like the phone rang. So she ducks around the corner real quick to grab the phone. And as soon as she does, she just hears me start screaming, screaming bloody murder. She comes back into the, into the bathroom. And in the floating in the middle of the tub is a turd. And I am just scrambling like crazy <laughs> to get out of the tub, and I can't yeah. do it away from the turtle. Oh, you're like a cat getting a bath? Yeah, it has come out of me and terrified Oh, it was yours. Me. Oh, yeah, I pooped in the tub and then was just terrified of it and just started getting away. Another dad story. I feel like I've told this one before, but it's probably been a while. My dad was taking a bath with his brother when they were young. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is the older brother, and... Um, my dad shit in the tub <laughs> and then convinced his brother that it was a snake. <laughs> and my uncle apparently lost his mind like you did, but like because he thought it was a snake, not because he thought it was a turd. <laughs> so if you're wondering where I get some of my shithead tendencies, there you go. Exhibit A. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? Uh, the ready to go concert clubbing spectacles of, again, of Brandon, Brandon Max Life Fame. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'll link the Mario Kart episode. <laughs> <laughs> This this game is just forever tied to to me to Brandon. Yeah, I so, get it. Okay, yeah. so, okay. I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. it's forever tied uh, for me uh, to my dad. What do you think? How much nostalgia is coming into play when we're saying that this is a good game? I mean, probably a little, but it's... At least a little bit. A little, but... A splash. I, I feel like we would have overcome some of that playing it now. I think so, too. But it's still a satisfying, fun game to play. I really recommend it. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, if I find this in the wild, I'm going to pick it up. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, when I'm at the the expo floor, the showroom floor mm-hmm. of, like, Louisville Arcade Expo, like, I'm looking for certain games where it's like, if I happen to find a Ghosts and Goblins, like, I'm buying it just mm-hmm. because I want that game, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, I mean, I already own it, but, you yeah. know, because clearly I do <laughs> I because we talked about it on this show. It's but, like yeah. if I were to find an Earthbound in the wild, I'd, I'd buy it. If the price is right? No. You just buy it? Well, yeah, it just hit the press. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, it's like, oh, five, five bucks for this? You don't know what you have? Okay, cool. I'll buy it. So, okay, well, I'm glad that we brought this up because, like, now I'm thinking, you know how, like, there are a lot of game collectors where mm-hmm. they, like, want to collect, like, all the NES games or, like, all the Super Nintendo games? Mm-hmm. Do you think there are collectors where it's like, oh, I collect NES games. Oh, really? How many do you have? 5,000 copies of Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was that guy who was trying to collect and destroy every copy of Shaq, Shaq Fu. Fu. <laughs> That's right. How do we not bring up Shaq Fu? I mean, they're pretty much the same game. They're pretty much Kung, it's pretty much Kung Fu with Shaq in it. Yep. Oh, I wish. <laughs> That's what they should have done. It is what they should have done. Still, Shaq Fu is not nearly as bad as people say that it is. No, it is not. It is, it is overly shat upon. It's no cool world. It's no oh, Bebe's Kids. God, yeah, there are much worse games we have played. Cool World, I honestly think, is the worst game that we have played for this yeah. show. And they have it on NES. So. <laughs> yeah, so of course we got to do it at some point. We've got to do that sometime. Tyler, I have one more question for you. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does this game belong on the NES Classic? Yeah, I think it would have been, um, been a fun I edition know, on the NES Classic. No, dude, it should have been on it. It should have been on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they just couldn't like get the license from Spartan X or what the deal yeah. was. Um, but yeah, it's not on the NS Classic. And that's a bummer because there are easily a handful of games 
that could have come off the idiot. Like, you know what I mean? That I like, that I would bump off. Like, I mean, I get it. We pick on Balloon Fight, but it's like when I look at Balloon Fight and I look at Kung Fu, it's like, all right, I know I just went val- like Valley Girl there, like, 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 and it's because uh, like it's because no Balloon Fight. God, uh, what was the na- what was the name of the loon in Tiny Toons? Who was the Valley Girl? Shirley the Loon. Shirley the Loon. It was Shirley the Loon. Nice. Good job. I went through like the song in my head. <laughs> like, you know, like when, um, I mean, I, I sometimes still do this, which is very sad. Uh, when I am sorting things alphabetically mm-hmm. and it's like one of those where it's like I and G and I'm like, G comes, G does come before I, right? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, great. Got it. Yeah. All right. G well, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> Excellent. Like I've seen Reddit posts that say like they're they'll go into a um, university and there are engineering professor professors who will still be like when they're doing shit like oh that, that makes me feel like, so it's just how people oh, learn to do it I love it it's a process because every time I do it I'm like great I am the stupidest <laughs> person on the earth <laughs> well do you have a myriad of other questions because I know we were you were messaged by Ross Rachel Green. Ross Rachel Green sent a quiz in, mm-hmm. and I'm not ready to give that quiz yet. Okay, but um, I want—I'm glad you brought it up. I want to make mention of it on the show so that I stop forgetting about it. <laughs> because what happens is I forget that he sent a quiz, and then I remember, and then I forget by the time we record mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. So there is a quiz that will be coming up. I don't know the answers to it. He's created it so that we can both take it. So it's kind of an involved process. I don't think I can do it on my tablet. I think I need to be using like like a computer. Like a thing. Okay. It's a thing. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Sounds good. You want to take a call or two then? Yeah, let's do it. We got this all set up. We got uh, Thomas from Kung Fu on the line. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mr. X, damn it. Thomas doesn't laugh like that at all. Here's my Thomas impression then. (laughs) Chop. All right. Here we go. First call. I believe... I believe this is from beloved Adam. Scratch that last call. Uh, this call is mainly for the uh, Tadpog voice message screener. Uh, I just called and left a message asking where. Beloved Adam, you either made it through the screen- screener. I almost said mm-hmm. screamer. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that porn DVD. I can't <laughs> wait to get into that one, man. So juicy. Uh, so goddamn juicy. Um, you made it. You made it through the screener that we definitely, definitely still use 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Consuela Banana Hammock came from uh, as part of uh, Virginity Thief's parents' nickname. Uh, should have thought about it, that it was probably from Friends, uh, and got impatient and looked it up, and yes, it is from Friends. So, basically... Whoa. Whoa, he looked it up? He asked... Don't a- call, ask us a question, then call back again answering your own question, Adam. You wait seven months like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> the girl on this other podcast doesn't listen to Tadpog, most likely, uh, but does watch Friends. So, you know, if you ask me, she's making a bad decision. I mean, that because... pretty big. What's that? Friends watchers and yeah, Tadpog listeners? Yeah. It is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty much just a big it's circle. almost a circle. Yeah. yeah. We, I would say we probably have about the viewers, the listenership that Friends had viewers uh, when we were in middle school. Yeah. I always wear those shirts that show my nipples, and mm-hmm. that helps a lot. It does. It really does. <laughs> no offense. Remember that episode of Friends where uh, where Joey and Ross fight over Ross's pee bucket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's classic. It's a good one. I think that's where the duck lived. <laughs> 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 uh, 
to anybody, Chad Hogg is much better than Brent. So um, thank you, that's Adam. That. Uh, but yeah, all right. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. The next promo card I do right now, they say not terrible is the is the quote from the iTunes review. I'm going to switch that to better than friends. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Beloved Adam. <laughs> I don't have anything else. And people can take that multiple ways. Like some people would be like, oh, it's better than the show Friends. And then other people would be like, it's better than having better than friends. Having friends. <laughs> I don't have to really like, I can just listen to these assholes. I just hit play and that's it. Yeah, I never have to like help Dave move. say, <laughs> 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 sorry. Waste some precious dollars here. So I love you guys very much. Uh, can't wait to hear more episodes. Uh, Did you call us collect? You're wasting dollars? Is this a is this a call from the past? <laughs> from the Nintendo Classic era. And uh ten ten twenty forward to uh, more Patreon episodes. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too, Adam. I'm glad you still listen. Thanks for passing that message along to <laughs> Tyler a few episodes back. And we love you too. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Here's uh, another call. It looks like uh, another call from beloved Adam. This is a this is a woo. This is a maxed out one. I have a feeling <laughs> beloved Adam might have gotten cut off. Might have just right ran right up to that three minute mark. <laughs> uh, just like I, he probably left this entire voicemail while he speed ran kung fu. <laughs> 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 I like to think that like seriously. We're going to listen to this call, and like all it is like 20 more seconds for a dude to beat Kung Fu. <laughs> it's wild. What's up, Tad Pog? It's your beloved Adam. Hey, uh, listening to the Double Dragon uh, 2 col- colon the Revenge uh, episode, and uh, right now you guys are in the middle of Daddy Talk. And uh, first off, like not to ruffle any feathers or anything, but man, screw anybody that doesn't care to hear Dad talk from two dads who are also possibly maybe going to talk about video games. Like, sometimes. sometimes. I don't have kids, but I love it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but I swear I've called and asked this question before in the, I don't know, three or four years I've listened to this uh, podcast. But I'm going to ask it again because it made me think of it. When Dave was talking about life at Henry's butt, and he had said that Henry was trying to wipe his own butt and is getting, I guess, crap on Henry's my son for new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All over his hands. And David said, oh, man, I'm going to have to wash his hands. So my question is, listen, we're going to use generalities, okay? We're not going to use the extremes on either ends. We're going to use the general 75% of the population in this conversation here. So my question is, generally, when people take a poop, they poop. Beloved Adam does not realize the minefield that he is about to wade in. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I can see, uh, this is the the center stand one wiping uh-huh. like, f- fight I, still rages on. I, yeah, I feel like we might be getting into that territory. He wipes their butt with the toilet paper. They pull their pants up and they go back to doing whatever they were doing, and that is completely satisfactory. Okay, mm-hmm. if somebody gets poop on their finger, mm-hmm. no one is wiping that poop off with toilet paper, pulling their pants up, and walking back out and doing whatever they were doing because no, that's disgusting. Well, wait, 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 Is Beloved Adam saying, like, if you poop, wipe your ass, and don't get poop on your finger that you don't have to wash your hands? I imagine Adam is saying, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing some Josh Nance argument in there because Josh... Loves um, the shit on his hands, loves <laughs> famously. <laughs> and, and just leave them. So that's why they're always like Cheerios and Cheez-Its, just 
all over his sticky, shitty hands. It, it actually gave him magical massage powers. He used to be a massage, <laughs> massage therapist. Um, I remember just gonna get dirty anyway, <laughs> touching filthy humans. Like what, Josh? I think using wet wipes or always showering after he poops because he always like he's like if I were to get poop in my arm. You'd like, wash it. You wash it. I'm yeah. just gonna wipe it off and go about it. So if I get poop on my butthole, I'm gonna wash. I'm gonna it wash off. it off. Yeah. I mean, that is some logic, though. Yeah. I mean, ideally, yes. Right. I, if it weren't such a pain in the ass, then I would. But, um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I would wash my asshole after every poop. Mm. I would. Like, if it were like an easy option, where it's like, uh, this is gonna take like three seconds. Because I like wet wipe. We can use a wet wipe, but yeah. I'm always afraid to keep wet wipes in there because they're going to get flushed. At some point, they're yeah. going to get flushed, no, and that's going to fuck Yeah, wet up. wipes suck because it's like, oh, cool. I get to throw this in the trash can now. <laughs> Sweet. So uh-huh. the next time I go to throw a Q-tip away, I'm like, oh, I remember that time I shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then wipe yep. my ass with a thing and then put it in the toilet like yeah. a goddamn medieval peasant. <laughs> I said toilet, but I meant trash can. Mm-hmm. They didn't have toilets in the medieval era. No. But they definitely had trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and shit. They cared about shit it. Shit everywhere. So imagine it can't just be because, like, I, okay, so here's the question. Why is it okay to just wipe my butthole with paper, but it's not okay for people to just wipe their other extremities with paper when they get poop on it? Easy. I have to believe it's more than, well, because no one's face or hands are going near your butthole. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. Like, yeah. my butthole can be a little bit yeah. Generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dirtier than my hands because it's not being shaken by people on a regular basis, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, but really, like outside of, well, it's under my ball sack. Why is it okay for us to just dry wipe that stuff, but everything else gets like the bleach scrub clean because that's disgusting? I don't know. I'd love to hear your opinions because I value your opinions more than more than that general population of people that I know in my life that uh, only wipe their butts with toilet paper. I personally like baby wipes because it makes my butthole feel clean and nice. There we go. Uh, but, uh, Remind me to tell you why I don't like baby wipes. Let's put a pin in that. Okay. Other than the obvious that we just talked about where it's like you have to throw it in the trash can and be greeted by poop smears every time mm-hmm. you open that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Uh, would love to hear some good conversation about some poops and buttholes. Sorry, Tyler. I know you don't like it, um, but uh, you're the man for doing it anyway. Love you guys and uh, can't wait to hear more from you. Wow. Really did ride it right to that three-minute mark. He was That's watching. Good. He had an egg timer. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> He has a special Tadpog. Um, the Tadpog egg timer yeah. we, g- we gave away for one hour only once. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, did we we forgot to tell everybody we that we were, like, accepting all the Tadpog do- dollars and dialars <laughs> that we had been given out. <laughs> They're now worthless, but they we, we, at one point you could you buy could an egg timer. The Tadpog no. store, we opened it once. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baby wipes fucking suck because it's like... I can feel, when I use a baby wipe, I can feel like every nook and cranny, like the topographical map of my butthole. And Mm. I do not like that. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. It's like, ooh, this shouldn't exist on my body. This feels like no other part of my body. You you got to get in there and desensitize to it. You got to feel it like you're you're reading the future. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, wait, what's the, uh, like, remember, this is going to be a little bit of a stretch. You're going to wonder how I got this jump. But, like, in My Girl, where uh, she fills heads to, like. (laughs) Phrenology. Phrenology, yeah, Mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, right? Exactly. 
like a blind man in prison trying to learn about the Bible. You're just like, just just all over that Braille Bible. Oh, gotta get gotta get saved. All right, we've had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but the real answer is a bidet. I don't mean to like step on the toes of MacTac, uh, which I'm sure everyone's familiar with mm-hmm. MacTac the mm-hmm. podcast. Mike and Kyle talk about cops. Good guys, good show. Yeah, they are very entertaining. Recently, they've kind of talked about bidets. I've thought about calling in to give my opinion, but I don't... Here's my thing. Like, Nerdy Thursday, another podcast that everyone, mm-hmm. I'm sure, is familiar with. Sean mm-hmm. and Mitch, also great guys. No. Good show. They're fucking, no? They're fucking you disagree, awful. You disagree? They are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to fall with them where I'd be like, fucking assholes. All right. But I, I, but I love them. I, dis- I disagree. I, I jest. I disagree. I like one of them a lot. Yeah? Yeah. What are you going to do? You do with this... You doing this thing where Taryn calls and like I had a sex dream about one of y'all. Bye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> uh, on MacTac, they were talking about bidets, and they were curious, like how many people are okay with bidets and use them. And it's like I've been so torn because I was like, I want to call in, but it's like I don't like calling in because like when I call in. Uh, my biggest fear is like whatever show it is that you know we have like uh, a relationship with, you know, is going to be like this motherfucker calling in to promote his fucking show. <laughs> uh, so like that one time I called in, like, well, if you called in and asked a question, like, hey, it's Dave from Tadpog, bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, I'm just gonna tell. Uh, Hey, you want to listen to a, a better show? Listen to mine. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an example of an assholeish thing to do. Right. It's an example. Right. And I also love both Sean and Mitch. Yeah, sure. You've shown your true colors. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there is, um, so like, I desperately want to call in and defend um, bidet users because bidet is where it's at. A bidet is where it is at. Um, I know several people who use them. Uh, they have uh, the attachment for their toilet, mm-hmm. and I have been so close to ordering one on Amazon because it is like, it's such a clean feeling. It's like getting a little bit of a shower, but it only mm-hmm. does take like three seconds. So do you use the bidet and then wipe to dry off? Uh, no, I just go. I just let it go wet. Okay. Yeah, cool. just let it, just let it wet. <laughs> Get in there. Yeah, I'd probably pat it dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like wine out of the carpet. You just gotta. And like, I think like, okay. So, have you ever used a bidet? No. Okay. You say you say no, like you never will. No, I would. Oh, okay, okay. I would if I ever came across one. Could just conveniently like in the wild. Yeah. yeah it's, would, oh, a I copy of Earthbound it. and a bidet. And a bidet. <laughs> I have to use one to get the other. All right. That's fine. <laughs> You got to earn that earthbound. <laughs> uh, so, like, the proper way, the, here's, this is how I did it. When I was in Spain, our hotel had a bidet, and it was like, they also had toilet paper. And it's like, I'm going to wipe normal, and then when I'm done wiping normal, I'm going to press this little button, and a little spurt of water is going to just shoot right at my butthole, and then I'm either going to pat this motherfucker dry, or I'm just going to... Pull up, pull up the underwear and have like a a nice little um a, ni- a nice little vagina looking stain on my on my underwear. You know me, just sitting in pussies, just <laughs> sitting in pussies. How was your trip to Spain? Oh, dude, it was fucking great. Oh, I sat in the best. God, pussies. I sat in so many fucking pussies. <laughs> like, did you fuck up? No, 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 dude. 
just whoa, just pop that squad. Whoa, whoa, fuck them! Don't be a pervert. What do you fucking take me for? <laughs> I'm a married man. I sat, I sat on the pussies. <laughs> you know that's a thing. If cake farting is a thing, you know sitting on mm-hmm. pussies is a thing. Because mm-hmm. what was there's it? probably a kink that involves <laughs> farting in pussies. Like as I was, as I was saying, cake farting, my mind almost made me say. Pussy farting, which is a different thing. Uh, very different. <laughs> a quiff. A quiff. quiff. Uh, after I uh, called into Nerdy Thursday and told them that, like, when I first met them, I thought they were together. Mm. I got messages from people who listen to that show being like, hey, me too. <laughs> we're sad they're not. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I would, that'd be the best union ever if you guys just go ahead and win. Just go ahead and get married. Now. Just go ahead and do that. Go I mean, do that. I, you know, I make me happy. Mm-hmm. They, do, for the greater good, just get married. Dave and I would do it, but we're each already married to someone else. So, but you guys, yeah, neither one of you are married. So you can just marry each other. It's fine. It's not too late. No, it's not. You don't make the mistakes I'll, that we made. Well, Dave and I will both go get ordained. It'll be great. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. We could both do their wedding. Exactly. I like it. So is uh, hashtag even more Miller. He is. He did. His, he got ordained to be at the minister at his friend's wedding. Yeah, I remember him telling me mm-hmm. that. Yep. Um, what church would you become ordained in? Uh, just because it would be ironic, I'd be like uh, the the Jedi priest or whatever that you can, <laughs> you can <laughs> that do. Would, that would be fucking perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd probably like be a dragon priest. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just like go up there with like my my wet stain, my little pussy stain on my underwear and like just go up and my go- little pussy stain. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk up there with my little pussy stain. Man, I hope Truck Gate Silence that, does not Truck destroy Gate that joke. Ruin that joke. No, so. it won't. we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, and then just proceed to marry those two beautiful men mm. in uh, dragon speak. Perfect. <laughs> And then just watch Sean just fucking pound the shit out of Mitch's asshole. Just just fiercely top. Just tear him apart. Uh, well, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> then we got here. Then we got to that the... That Icelandic <laughs> little Bruce Lee body of his. Just, just tearing Mitch up. <laughs> Well, that's honestly the best commercial I think anybody could give <laughs> Nerdy Thursday's podcast. Yep. You're welcome, y'all. Uh, but also, Adam, I think because, yeah. I mean, sanit- sanitary reasons, you're using your hands to touch everything. Your ass isn't, it's covered and not touching as many things. So I also think of like your neck, your uh, crack, your pussy, and your, and your crack. <laughs> I, every time I do that, Bliss is like, ah, oh, my neck hurts. How's your back? Yeah. That hurts a little bit. <laughs> Pussy how's your crack? How's your crack? <laughs> she looks at me. More importantly, how's your pussy? <laughs> Sore. Yeah. We had a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, You're doing it right. Lots of lots of quaffs <laughs> were happening. I remember being in high school. Make, make that pussy quaff quaff. <laughs> uh, her rap name is Lil Quaff. <laughs> Got dry tubs. Little Lil Quaff. <laughs> She'll she'll love that and can't we just we can't we would hold her back from coming back on the show. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Melissa. <laughs> I think you're I think you're perfect for Tyler. Uh huh. I bet you don't queef at all. 
Oh, I hope you do, or Tyler's not doing something right. <laughs> she she can divert it somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So I think the Yang Yang twins say you have to yeah. make that pussy fart. <laughs> And you know that is our religion. We are That's Yin Yang is. I'm gonna get ordained in the Church of Yin Yang. Like All that right. was a, no 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 the twins. <laughs> <laughs> I now pronounce you man and man. I don't. I've never been to a gay wedding. I don't know how that goes. Um, you may now twerk the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you may now make Mitch's pussy fart fart. Um, but I think it's also like kind of out of sight, out of mind. You don't have yeah. to see it and deal with it, so it's not as ever-present in your mind. It's locked away yeah. in your clothes prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not like your hands. Nope. Can't. You can only lock those little fuckers away I mean, for I'm sure if I cooked with my with my ass cheeks, then like mm-hmm. I would have to scrub them like just as well. Shin-chan. That's my hands, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, now we're going. Now we're going long. Yeah, that was weird. That was, that was good. Yeah, we that took that good. on a weird little journey. Now I went back to classic tadpog. A little classic tadpog action. Tadpog. All right, we should do. We should do it like Mario, uh, like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show style, where it's like half of it we do new tadpog, and then like half of it it's like the Legend of Zelda part, and then we just do classic tadpog. Perfect. Where we just talk about you know <laughs> other podcasts and like how we wish that they and were a couple. Slander them in various ways. <laughs> <laughs> slanderous. There's nothing slanderous. That's true because it's the truth. It's just it comes from a place of love. It, sh- it truly does. does. Yeah, but. I, Ugh. All right, you just you just. I don't want you to start a pod war. That's all. I just don't want you to start a pod war. I don't know. Sean Sean loves it. Sean loves it. I just okay. Sean all loves right. it. Hey, I wash my hands of it. Mitch, Sonny boy, Mitch is welcome to come down here and refute me mm-hmm. on the show face to face. Actually, that would, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would be pretty great. Yeah, that would be pretty great. He can. They can come down here, and I will watch them not have sex. And it, if that's in fact <laughs> what happens. <laughs> I'll be around them for four hours, and I dare them to start fucking. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done. This is funny, but we're done. I dare you to come on our show and, and not, not fuck. Have sex. <laughs> also, we need to apologize to Taryn for all the times we said pussy, which probably was like a hundred goddamn times on this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Taryn. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Put the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and got that YouTube. Uh, so to miss the next episode. Talked about this earlier today. Gotta be doing Paperboy. Paperboy. Paperboy for the NES? Yeah. yeah. Probably should do it for the NES. All right. Perfect. I'll talk about some of the other. Like, yeah, I'll talk about my other experiences okay. with Paperboy not on the NES. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll be streaming that on Twitch on Sunday. If you're listening to this when it comes out Perfect. and you want to hang out, uh, it's probably going to be around 8.30 Central on Sunday. I'm always deathly afraid to announce that, commit to that on with my voice on a show because I'm always afraid something's going to happen mm-hmm. and make it so it's not doable. Yeah. But fuck it. It's Paperboy. It's Paperboy. It's special. It's truly special. And I'll just get comfortable with it, and then it'll just be a regular thing I announce <laughs> on the show. It'll be fine. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. Uh, let's see. What else do I talk about? Talk about the game we're going to do next. Um... You want to send us something? You want to, yeah. You want to send us something like Phil did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd love it. Helps us out. We appreciate it. You want to send that to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PL Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. You can call I, us if you want. You can call us two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Yeah, we're getting through last year. We're slowly, all, yeah, we're almost through November of twenty seventeen. <laughs> and um, I've been. I went on a 
Instagram binge the other day and just oh, yeah? fluttered it with all sorts of shit. So that's the thing again. So tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. Cool. And I even got a message saying like, hey, put that on your cards. On your cards? Mm-hmm. What like cards? Our, our stickers. Our stickers. Oh, put your Instagram oh, oh. and stuff on your stickers. Oh, yeah. And I just looked at it and went, hmm. Did not reply. Just put it back in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for, for your advice. It was, it was delivered in a nice way. I was just like, I don't want to explain stickers. <laughs> you don't want to explain I stickers? I don't want to explain, like, Dave, Dave does his craft very well, and I don't want to say, hey, put more shit on it. Like, you know what you're doing. You put all the shit on that makes that make that looks good, that is adequate. So I think we should just do a I think we should just do a sticker that has all of our things on it. <laughs> it's the size of a notebook. It's a piece of notebook paper. All the things also that we've discontinued, like SoundCloud and Um Get that Patreon. We do. Patreon.com slash Tadpog. We just did that bonus video, which I promise you is worth a dollar. If you are on the fence, if you are a listener and on the fence about whether or not to donate, I promise you that this video is worth your dollar. Mm -hmm. I I fucking promise you. Perfect. And there's also like fucking over 20 hours of bonus episodes on there, too. There's a lot of good shit on there. That you get for like chipping in a buck a month. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. And we're going to. I saw where your rough draft of some tiers, and I think those are all great ideas. Oh those yeah, new Patreon tiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We want to we want to reward because we have donors who give us way more than the dollar. Mm-hmm. That that really they. I mean, we have people who give us way more. Yeah, way way more, way way <laughs> way more, and then Alex, Alex Pena. right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, we want to we want to reward. Those, you know, who go way above and beyond mm-hmm. the, the dollar. So we're working on tears. Those will be those will be up soon. When you first said tears, I thought you meant like painal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty high tier, but yeah. <laughs> um, hey, you want to close this one out, Dave? Oh, I want to thank a few oh, people who oh, recently please do, please recently do. helped us out on Patreon. Um, Sean Barry, a.k.a. Blumpkin Bear, uh, recently upped his donation. Nice. Thank you. Um, and Bubba Drewski. Uh, Andrew Dembski. So, uh, uh, Bubba Drewski, thank you so much for upping your donation as well. It's super nice of you. Um, we do need to go ahead and get our photo shoot with our waifu pillows scheduled. So, damn right. That's my plan for July's Patreon. It's probably another, probably another video, um, and probably high res downloadable images of us in uh, with our pillows. Yeah, you're <laughs> damn right. Um. And then our theme song is Moved by Sticking More Drive. Link to that track panel at show notes at typog.com. How you want to close this one out, Dave? Uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a culturally sensitive way that we could do it. Like maybe we could do it as... Oh, our best Asian impression? I mean, that is an option. <laughs> Wait, oh, let's let's spin the wheel of nationalities that we have here Just on the wall. do our favorite race. It's fine. Yeah, your favorite <laughs> one. Yeah. Do the race we hate the most. Well, see, actually, it's a it's a dice game. There's two. There's there are two sets of mm-hmm, dice. Mm-hmm. You roll one, and it gives you the race, and then you roll the second one, and it tells you your attitude towards it. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing just a, some kind of a racial accent? No, that was no. your suggestion. Okay. I do not like it. All right. Going to do Klingon. You're going to do... Oh, <laughs> shit. You're going to do Klingon. All right. Let's do Klingon then. I don't even know what that's
sounds like. I'm just going to say it's Klingon. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. All right. So until next time. You're just copying me. Got the batang. But, uh, I was holding that. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the girl from Boy Meets World? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Except, except thine execution by Topanga. <laughs> What's that thing that Worf carries around? Oh, Topanga. Topanga. <laughs> I would love to see. Um, <laughs> I would love to see Boy Meets World remade into a Star Trek spinoff. <laughs> I think that would be fucking marvelous. Yeah, I mean, since Girl Meets World got canceled, then you know, then go wherever with it. Nikki watched that. Mm-hmm. She like it. Meh. Meh. She always like seem kind of I don't know why she watched it that's always why I would I'd ask her like how is it eh why are you watching it then meh dedication alright and I get it trust me I do I get it I watched uh, the prequel trilogy (laughs) Star Wars so I get it I've only seen my daddy's dick when I was a child it's enormous (laughs) in my mind I have no idea what his actual dick size is no idea we should call him